0: Welcome, everyone, to Living with Tole. This is Greg Larson, and on the line tonight, we also have Leo Rustamunio. Leo, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great, Greg. I'm doing really good. Having a very nice, productive, and peaceful week, and uh, sitting here in my very, very warm house. It was a record-breaking heat in the Northeast today, so uh, it was a, a challenge to be out there, but uh, it's all about acceptance. So I'm not complaining. <laughs> there you go. Weather as
0: a spiritual practice, huh? Yes,
1: indeed. Yes, indeed. So I'm doing. I'm doing well, Greg. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing excellent. I was going to mention. Did you guys have record snow over there in New Jersey this year too?
1: We had records of all sorts this year. It's just uh, <laughs> it's a record-breaking year, you know.
0: <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, thanks for joining, and thanks for everyone else for joining the call tonight. Leo and I were discussing what our, our topic might be, and we were reflecting on the uh, you know, the teleseminar and, and uh, Living with Tole, the podcast, and it was two years ago. It was in the summer of 2008, right around this time, although our first podcast we actually released in August of 2008. Also, we, uh, we had our first teleseminar last July, the first Tuesday of July, so this is the official anniversary of the teleseminar and so we've gone through all of these uh, launches, you could say, and uh, learning and teaching and serving, all these different things that have mm. comprised our efforts regarding living with toll aid. And so we just wanted to take this call and have an opportunity to you know, reflect on you know, what we've learned and how, how we have changed and uh, you know, talk about that somewhat tonight on the call, but then also open up the lines, and so the community, whoever is joining the call tonight, if you want to, you know, basically reflect on your experience with the teachings of Eckhart Tolle and what have you learned and how have you changed, I think that would make for some great uh, conversation and some insights and probably a few tips or two that we can share with the the rest of the community when we release this as a podcast. So so that's kind of the, the framework I have here. Leo, did you want to add anything to that?
1: Actually uh, I I wanted to uh to, to really start off by uh by saying thank you and by expressing gratitude um because uh this has been a, a, an amazing uh project and so I feel lots of gratitude towards you Greg for uh you know sharing your knowledge uh, of Eckhart Tolle and 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 his teachings uh You've been a fantastic uh, teacher and a fantastic uh, person to to have these wonderful conversations with, uh, and to learn with. Uh, so I, you know, I remember our for, when we were first planning this uh, up on Mount Jacinto, uh, two, two almost two and a half years ago. Uh, you know, just just how exciting that the whole idea sounded, and 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 you know. I'm very grateful that uh, that you've come along for the journey, and we've made it a reality. And uh, I'm also really grateful for the audience who has followed us um, through these years. Um, we've got listeners from just about every single country in the world. It's it's amazing to uh, to see and to witness how that's grown tremendously. Uh, listeners joining us uh, through iTunes uh, and through the website directly and. People who visit us from every single country—it's just amazing to think that that somebody uh, in Africa might be listening to us, somebody in Asia is listening to to us, and to think that these words uh, that that are coming through our podcast uh, are, are are helping and are of service uh, and and actually making an impact uh, is something that I'm very grateful for—the uh, opportunity, the technology, the opportunity, and the. Uh, the, the the chance to do this um so i'm grateful for the audience and lastly i wanted to say you know thank you for my family and my friends and my coworkers. and <laughs> these are the folks that you know that, that make up my daily practice they are my daily practice um
0: uh-huh.
1: you know as as uh the, the the theme of our podcast has always been uh the teachings of Eckhart Tolle in everyday life, um, and of course, uh, the people that are central to my life uh, are, are central to my learning uh, about living and about applying Tolle's teachings uh, towards uh, you know, a healthier, uh, happier, more enlightened, perhaps, way of, of dealing with everyday life. And, and it's been... Uh, my family and, and you know their challenges that they throw my way, and, and it's, it's all the happiness that I'm able to generate that we can all share together. It's, that's at the core of, of all of this, um, and so I'm grateful to them as well. So big gratitude for everyone, and uh, that's, that's really what, what I'm feeling as, as, we, as we turn to.
0: to return to exactly. Well, I want to thank you so much for bringing it up. I feel a great amount of gratitude also. This has been an amazing adventure and an amazing uh, period of growth and learning and an opportunity to to share my experience and share what I've learned. As I read recently, you know, if you want to master something, teach it. And so this Mm -hmm. has been an opportunity for me to really, I don't know if I I would say I'm a master yet or if I'll ever master these, but... Definitely through teaching, I've been given an opportunity to embody these teachings at a deeper level and to go over the material numerous times and through that process, you know, enter it at a deeper level or see a new insight or a new Mm -hmm. opportunity for growth. And so I'm very grateful for this whole process, grateful for you, as you mentioned, grateful for, you know, my family and friends, everyone who makes up my daily experience, because as we you know, set the intention to apply these teachings to daily life. There's where the rubber meets the road right there. Mm-hmm. So, actually, as you mentioned, I had, you know, that was a situation this morning. There was something that came up with my wife. It was probably a buildup of a couple different things, but we had this experience in the kitchen, and, you know, I, I, I wasn't thinking just be space for this, but that's what ended up. That was the result. I was just alert presence listening to her as she was going through this um you know, explaining where she was at and why, why would this frustration had arose. And uh, although I, 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 at one point I did kind of come in and defend myself or say something which wasn't that space, but for the most part I was that space. And, you know, as Eckhart has mentioned in his teachings, you know, in a relationship the, the greatest gift you can give is just to be space for another person as they're moving through their own challenges and moving through their own journey and so... That was a a living example right there of where I've come on this journey and very grateful to be able to offer that and to be able to, you know, express that, be that, embody that. So very grateful for that experience. Perfect. Well, you know, we, we mentioned at the beginning that we wanted to make space for those who are able to join us tonight live in the teleseminar to kind of maybe share what they've learned or how they've changed or, you know, we'll also make space for if you have any questions or if you want to share anything, you know, off that topic. So right away here at the beginning, if anyone wants to, to uh, chime in and uh, share at, that, at those levels, we invite that. All you have to do is hit star six on your phone, then uh, it'll notify me, here, you and know, I'll go ahead and click the right button that'll allow you to join the conversation. So at any time, if you feel then to uh, join in the conversation, please feel free to do that. It's an open invitation throughout the entire call tonight.
1: So, I, I, one of the things that, uh, that that came to mind when you were uh, just talking about, you know, your your experience there uh, this morning um, with Sarah is is the one of the things that, that the biggest things that I've learned I think through these last two years and 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 Eckhart Tolle's teachings, you know, listening to his various uh, CDs and watching the DVDs and talking with you about it, uh, reading, et cetera. Um, has been the I, the, the I always go back to the idea of beginner's mind. There was a, a, a podcast, I think, or some kind of a blog that I entry that I put in. Uh, that basically, I think it was about falling off the wagon, or the idea, the feeling that we're falling off the wagon, and that we might be reverting to some behavior that is less than desirable, or that, like you said, it, it maybe doesn't create the space for the partner to to experience or to express, or you know, all of these things that we typically label as negative. You know, I I started off the process thinking, wow, you know, am I going to get it right? Do I know enough about this? You know, am I ever going to really truly be enlightened? You know, will I ever reach that, you know, wisdom? And and one of the things that I've come to accept is um, the concept of beginner's mind. I I go back to that um, and how humbling it is to to basically uh, uh, accept Accept all of it, uh, including the moments of joy, appreciation, uh, connection with with life, uh, and also appreciating the moments when the pain body flares up and appreciating the moments when uh, pain bodies flare up all around me, uh, moments of of energy, whatever that energy may be, Um, just being able to stand back, create a space for it, whether it's in myself or in other people, and to truly accept. This energy, whether it's a positive or negative a negative one, and, and 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 let it be, let it pass, observe um, as a passing wave almost, um, and and not become so identified that it takes me over, you know, not not become so engaged that it that it really um, that it really overcomes me in a in a complete way. Trying to stay uh, uh, reflective of it. Um, and, and so it's a very it's a, it's a it's a subtle shift between thinking I have to, to I have to master this I have to act enlightened every single moment of the day versus a different way of being which is uh, much more accepting of the ebbs and flows of of different energies uh, which is uh, much more observant uh, which is much less reactionary much less resistant you know. Um and so it all goes back to beginner's mind because really truly we we are beginning we are experiencing we are forms playing with different ways of expressing ourselves um and and you know just at every moment trying to connect to the to the life source and the presence and the presence and the life of others um but also being completely okay with the fact that that, that uh, this, is, uh, this is neither right nor wrong, it simply is, you know, and just accepting, um, accepting the way things are. That's one of the, the biggest things that's, you know, as I, was, as I was reflecting, you know, about the last two years, what's been the biggest shift for me is, is that, is coming to acceptance. There is no right way, really. These are all pointers. These are all, you know, uh, uh, ways of, of expressing. Uh, but um, – Anyway, just wanted to share that, you know. <laughs> so I no longer feel like I'm falling off the wagon. In other words, I don't, uh, you know, no longer feel that I have to be doing it a particular right way. Um, and so that's, that's been liberating. That's been freeing. And uh, it's, it's given me a lot more calm and, and inner peace, I think.
0: That, that is a brilliant uh, insight because I think that is a, a trap so to speak, mm. that some people fall into when they start this, this process, you know, there becomes a mental image or a mental idea of how this should unfold or what it should look like. And as soon as that, you know, takes place or as soon as that takes hold, then you become frustrated by not getting it right or by, in a sense, perceiving that you're screwing up or, or mm-hmm. you know, being taken over by the pain body again, which, of course, is just leads to further unconsciousness or is what feeds uh, the mm-hmm. pain body or the strengthens the ego structure. So I think that's really brilliant in in um, you know as you begin this journey, if, if that's where you're at, you know just know that it's always you know appropriate to fall back to beginner's mind that you know this is not something to get right it's something to be engaged in it's not something to get perfect or be perfect about it, but just to, be in the process or be in the exploration and, ha- and having a beginner's mind is a perfect framework, I think, for approaching that and for engaging in this process.
1: Yeah, it, it's, it's been really, um, like I said, it's given me a different, um, I, I, I no longer feel that the resistance, you know, I... Um, Uh, it it relates, of course, to, 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 you know, those those moments of negative energy, you know, just the moments that we're often most critical of, uh, at least me, you know, like, oh, how could I have done that again? Or why did I raise my voice again? Or why am I feeling this angst again? I thought I had, you know, read enough hey. didn't I read it well enough I didn't get it the right time so that feeds on itself <laughs> and oh, so instead exactly. of trying to re- instead of trying to resist and uh, and instead of uh, sticking to this mental image of this idealized self this ideal ego you know uh, just kind of watching it come and go and, and as much as possible being observant of the feelings as they emerge uh, as they peak, uh, and 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 that that reflexivity, that awareness, you know, uh, watching these things go by is is actually a a way to actually break the hold, you know. So it's a very practical, you know, way of breaking the hold of all of these negative energies and these pains. Um, the moment you're aware of it, it's this there's this sense that it, it suddenly doesn't have the full strength. It doesn't have all of all of me you know it doesn't it's not all powerful um and so it's been It's it's been uh, you know so that that aspect of it too is, is awareness uh of of the pain body awareness of of things around me of of, of life i mean just a general awareness um and, and, and how i use that to um to be more present and to, to not be consumed by any you know uh, any, any mental image or any mental, you know, any form. Uh, awareness is very important, and that's the, the quote that you'll always like to say, right? Awareness is the greatest greatest agent for change, isn't it?
0: That's exactly it right there. Awareness is the greatest, greatest agent for change, and it still applies so much in my life right now. It's mm. one of my favorites because it's... it's uh, it's what I've noticed, you know, it, it, um, advances me or, or accelerates me on this path is just to continually mm-hmm. generate greater awareness. And it's you know, then at, not only of greater awareness of the stillness or of presence or of God, mm-hmm. however you want to call that, and, and communing with that through inner body meditation or whatever, you know, meditation practice, mm-hmm. however that might look, but then also the other part of that is a greater awareness of this experience of life. Mm -hmm. and being aware of, you know, know, as I engage in different areas, whether it's relationships or with my profession or finances or with, you know, my physical well-being, you know, as I explore those areas and remain open around that, new awarenesses flow up from that. And then in that, transformation happens. Change Mm -hmm. takes place. You know, actually one way, one thing that really... Was a, um, a powerful reflection of where I'm at in my conscious growth because this just happened recently. Because so I'll share this: is that you know all my life I have been someone who chewed my fingernails or bit my fingernails. Mm. If we want to say that, and so I did that since I was since I can remember was since I was a little kid mm. and all through high school and college and all my adult life, and then about three years ago maybe. Just one day it stopped, and I was like, wow, that's kind of interesting. I now have this new awareness or this new presence that has allowed it to, has allowed that very deeply ingrained habit and unconscious reaction to Mm -hmm. cease. And it went on for, I don't know, a couple weeks, and then I lost it. I went back to, you know, Mm -hmm. nibbling or chewing on my fingernails, and then again, recently, just a couple weeks ago, probably about three weeks ago, again, it just, I no longer started doing that again. I was, so it's been about three weeks since I've chewed my fingernails. And I remember specifically leading up to that, you know, I would be doing something, working on my computer or with the kids, and then all of a sudden I would, you know, wake up in a sense to the fact that my, you know, my fingernails in my mouth and I'm chewing on, I was like, wow, it's like, it was so unconscious, you know, I wasn't aware, like, here my hand is coming up to my mouth, and now I'm starting to, to chew on it, it was a completely unconscious conditioned, you know, response, and, but I was aware of it, and I was bringing my awareness into that, and then just naturally, without setting a date, without having a goal around it, without,
1: you mm-hmm. know,
0: forcing my will, it just naturally subsided or changed, hmm. And I don't know when it's going to come back again, or if it ever will. Maybe right, the rest right. of my life I'll go without doing that. But to me, it was a powerful reflection of how I'm growing in presence power. Hmm. And so, because it was really, it's one of my oldest, most deeply ingrained habits or unconscious ways of being. And so to see a shift at that level, was, to me, was a, a, a deep reflection of how I'm growing or where I'm at on my path to being present.
1: And the thing that's interesting is that that is a behavior, like you said, deeply ingrained, right? Who knows when you started it or how far back it goes and And if that stands as a metaphor for all of our other behaviors you know all of our other reactions you know i I chew on pens and that's very benign, right, but I may also uh raise my voice or I may also react always to the way that my i don't know the way my dad says I should do something or whatever you know what the reactions uh-huh. that I have to people you know to any authority figures or whatever it may be right. Uh, We have our benign reactions or our benign behaviors like chewing pants, chewing our fingernails, but then we also have the behaviors that, you know, they affect our daily habits and they affect our daily interactions with people. And so that same awareness... um, you know it can help you stop chewing your, your 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 nails or your pen but it could also help you uh stop reacting in you know in the, in, in particular you know in old ways that may be controlled by past pain you know um and it can help you be aware and, and and just create that space between the watcher you know and the reaction if you can create that space it's like oh there I I'm about to do that again or oh, I'm about to about to react the same way you know I always react like this well I always chew my nails or here I go chewing on another pen cap you know <laughs> uh, uh, that awareness is uh, is just tremendously helpful you know in generating a change and so you know in gen- generating a, a new action you said you, you stop chewing your nails without setting a date right uh, and so that awareness might be enough but at some things you might want to set a date you know, it, it, but sure. without that awareness, you can't set a date. I want to quit smoking by X day, or I want to do this behavior. I want to finish this project by. You know, if you don't have the awareness, there's no way to get to that. You know, to that successful setting of a date. You know, that's sort of where real-world time comes in handy, and it's it's all good. And if you do it through a sense of awareness, um, then it's a different approach to actually getting things done or changing behaviors or, or just. Uh, you know, exploring and being in life in a different way.
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly, and I think that can be a balance. You know, there's some things that I, um, I don't put a time frame on. And if I, you mm-hmm. know, were to, to to die, you know, shortly and never have an opportunity to experience life without chewing my fingernails, then I'll, I can be at peace with that. Mm-hmm. And so, there's some things that I'm allowing to where where the organic process of life to take its course mm. to create that change, which I think is something you have to do if you want to achieve, right. you know, a state of what we may call enlightenment or mm. um, where you're completely free from the pain body, whatever, whatever however you want to term that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's something that you can place a date on. Like, right. I, I think it's a great challenge to say, you know, on June 1st, 2012, I want to be completely free of my pain body. And then, you know, set up a detailed plan and go at it. I don't (laughs) know if it's possible to do that. So I think some things you have to uh, leave to their natural course, to that organic process. But then definitely other things you can set dates for and, you know, create a plan for. And there's nothing wrong with that either. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and then take steps to manifest that reality. So I think, you know, each person has to discern that for their own experience. But I think there's definitely a balance. There's space for both of those Hmm. path and you know learning which one is appropriate is is i think is achieved through being aware of how you know what is the value of this to you and what is the how mm-hmm. deep is the unconscious pattern within you and what's a realistic expectation for changing that that habit or that 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 belief or that you know that unconscious reaction and and i've been
1: interested in it in, in, lately i, I one of the the, the CDs, I, I don't know if it's the Art of Presence or um, Entering the Now. I don't remember which one it was that that um, where he describes the pain body and the process by which um, awareness uh, can help us manage our reaction to it, um, but also the the process by which we can learn um, and 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 sort of. Uh, make conscious decisions based on our on our on our reactions that might come up from our pain bodies. Um, so, in, in other words, just you know, how how can we learn from uh, these behaviors that are manifested that we do subconsciously, or the behaviors that we we may do subconsciously, but they have a uh, a conscious uh, uh, voice in our world. You know, when we react to certain people in the same way all our lives. Um, um, you know, how can we learn from that? You know, so awareness being the first part, you know, we're, we're able to acknowledge, oh, look, here I go again, reacting, biting my nails, chewing my pen, talking to this person in this way, reacting to that person in that way. And then what can we learn from that in this? You know, how can we accept that? How can we learn to, to, to not let that take us over, um, but also um, use as 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 a point of reflection, you know, Bringing us back to beginner's mind, bringing us back to the humility of, of the fact that uh, this is a process, um, and and how can you know ways of learning from that awareness? You know what ways of learning uh, to to overcome it, but also to to, to I don't know to, to get back to that stillness and to that life that's underneath all of that pain. Um, so it's, it's sort of the, the beginning of a practice of reflection that, you know, is, is not just about behaviors, but it's also about reflections on uh, presence and on the more spiritual side of things.
0: Which I think is key. It's funny. I was listening to a podcast the other day, and it was more business-related. So they're talking about, you know, these are the things you need to change in order to be more successful in business. And then the host of the tele or the podcast, I guess it was a teleseminar too that they recorded, he stated, Well we know that we need to change our be- you know, behaviors mm-hmm. in order to be more successful. That's I don't think is as important as how do we change our behaviors. Mm. because you may all of a sudden realize, wow, I need to do X, Y, and Z in order to grow my business or in order to be more balanced in my business, whatever that may be, but if you're so conditioned that You may try to change a behavior, but within a very short period of time, it comes right back in and begins, you Mm -hmm. know, directing how you show up in that area of life. You know, it's really important to be aware that, you know, what is it that allows us to change our behaviors? And this is where I find the teachings of Eckhart Tolle so instrumental is that they Mm -hmm. allow us to really generate deep insight and awareness around what is it that drives our behaviors, and of course you know he has two very pointed you know signposts being the the ego structure and the pain body and goes into great depths in describing that and and showing examples around that which to me have been you know profoundly life changing having mm-hmm. you know when I was when I first came across these teachings and you know, I was stuck so deep in that the pain of the, my pain body because I was going through a divorce mm-hmm. and so I was so entangled in that, so, in, you know, it had so taken my life over that at times I was like too physically weak to walk and, you know, at points, you know, could barely roll out of bed to, to start my day. And when I, you know, was given this, you know, recommended this book, The Power of Now, and picked it up and started reading it, it was just like, wow, that, just reading that and, and coming to understand what was driving these behaviors was so enlightening in itself really because mm-hmm. it generated a true awareness around what it was, why it was conditioned. And so mm-hmm. just really, you know, the teachings themselves were life-changing, and putting them into practice was another level of embodying that or embracing that. But again, just that initial awareness that came from seeing more clearly what that was was a profoundly life-changing for me. From what I gather from all the other people who common reflect around the teachings of Eckhart Tolle, you know, that's a very common theme is that, you know, these insights around the, these areas of life, what keeps us blocked, what keeps us stuck in these dysfunctional behaviors, has really been, that's one of the more transformative aspects mm-hmm. of this teaching.
1: And, and just for, for, in terms of, of clarifying, because I think this is where, and you can probably uh, explain this a little bit more clear than, than, than I could, but if, the the difference I think in Eckhart Tolle's uh, approach to it is that becoming aware of the reasons for our behaviors is not the same as what's typically known or associated with something like psychoanalysis, which I think is all about going back and finding the backstories. And I may be generalizing it, you know, but what we stereotypically see of psychoanalysis on TV, you know, or you sit back and you you know, you go back and you 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 write all of your stories. You know, you remember your stories, and you. Um, it's not so much about saying, "Oh, I, the reason I react this way is because my mother did this, or because my aunt did that, or because when I was two, so and so did this, or this happened to me." I don't think Eckhart's Tolle's teachings are about that kind of discovering the why, right? I think that it's. It's more about understanding the the patterns that we all undertake. In other words, it's it's understanding that hey, we all create stories. We all create these structures by which we come to know ourselves, right? We all create drama. We all have a sense of, of an ego structure that that we use to limit our behavior and to separate ourselves from the life source, if you will, from from everyone else, right? Uh, So it's not so much about discovering, you know, like I said, the story of so-and-so did this when I was one and when I was three. So, you know, it's not that kind of blame or that kind of reconstructing a story that we can continue. It's just being aware of the fact that we create stories and my stories might be slightly different than yours, but it's our attachment to those stories. That's where the limitation happens and that's where the anxieties emerge and that's where our... Separation, really, from that awareness of the things that unite us all, and the the love and the the life force that brings us all together, right? That's that's how I, I understand the difference, which it's it's different from from you know what we typically um, see as, as as that kind of remembering psychoanalytic uh, process of, of, of storytelling.
0: Yeah, I think that's, you know, a very, it's an excellent uh, example to bring up. And it's funny, I was watching a video of Eckhart Tolle last night as part of the Santa Monica Eckhart Tolle meetup group with Michael Jeffries.
1: hmm you know,
0: And he mentions this process, if you, you know, if you uh, if you are a, if something happens to you in life and you may explore that in psychoanalysis mm-hmm. and you you, know, you come to this realization, well, I was a, a victim of abuse, you know, whatever that may be, so the whole thing is not to make that your identity, mm-hmm. because that's when it becomes limiting. So if you someone, right. you know, if you meet somebody and they say, "Well, who are you?" and you, you know, you say, "Well, you know, I'm I'm a victim of abuse. You know, it's, you know it happened to me, and it's just so impacted my life, and it's just you know, that's who I am. I'm a, you know a victim of abuse. So it be, instead of becoming becoming aware of something that happened in the past, just for the sake of awareness and seeing it clearly. And, and standing from a point of or from a perspective that this is not who you are, it's just something that happened to you mm-hmm. the, you know, the trap is that you embody that mm-hmm. past experience it becomes part of your identity that the ego uses to you know, build a structure around I'm mm-hmm. a victim of abuse therefore, you know, that, that's why the, I turned out this way or that's why I can't do this like some other people can, is because, you know, I had this experience when I was younger, and it's who I am now. So that's the trap, for one, is, is mm-hmm. in exploring your past, and if something comes up that you discover is that may have been something that happened to you, but be careful not to let it become you or become part right. of your identity, which the ego will try and do. The ego will try and take that because it's a sh- sad or shameful or, mm-hmm. you know, a story that it can use to build the identity, and then that story becomes part of the little me, as Eckhart likes to call
1: it. That's exactly it, yeah. And that's what I really like about, uh, that I've I've come to really like about Eckhart's teachings is these, you know, pointers that he gives us, you know, the little me, the ego, the ego structures, the pain bodies, all of these pointers make us realize, I think, that, that we all do this. You know, we all, it's part of the, the human condition, so to speak, it's par- part of the, the insanity. I think is what he calls it at a number of different points. You know, it's it's part of our story. I mean, we we create stories and we identify with the stories and we create forms and we literally build buildings around us and we identify with those buildings and those buildings might be bank accounts or expensive cars or careers or you know uh, uh, perceptions of myself um, and we create these things and those are just forms. And that's, that's where it gets metaphysical. That's where it goes beyond, uh, you know, that that's goes to something else, you know, where we, once we realize that we dissolve all of that and we all do that to create these senses of identity and, and we all relate to those things to some degree, um, and he gives us good pointers to, to identify how we do that, uh, but then he's able to kind of take us and give us a glimpse of the stillness that's after that. You know, and what what lies, sort of, underneath, beyond, behind, wherever it is that it is. You know, when yeah, 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 all those, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever you're you're finally able to silence those stories, and take that deep breath and feel the life flowing through your veins, and and realize that that same life force is flowing through the tree next to you, and the the crying baby next to you over here, or the, you know, the 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 nasty uh, co-worker that's over there, and You know, when you realize that it's, wow, it's a very different way of looking at the world. Suddenly the stories that we've used to call ourselves victim, uh, anxious, angry, whatever it is that we call ourselves, those stories kind of fade away and we realize, wow, you know, and that's where the words start to falter because there is no way to describe that, right? I mean, he uses stillness, he uses presence, he uses life energy, but... There really are no words to describe that, and that's that's a beautiful moment to get to.
0: I totally agree. Not only to to just it's not so important to describe that, Mm -hmm. but more so to experience it. Exactly. And it's only through experience that you can know that.
1: Exactly. As
0: you just said, there are no words, and there's many different pointers that can be used to color that or to Mm -hmm. to lead us to a, a a place where we can maybe sip the, the container, but we have to actually take a sip from the container and experience that. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it'll just remain a, a mental you know, abstraction or something we, we think about but ultimately never know. And if you never know it, then if you only know it through thought, it doesn't have the same effect as far as relieving you from mm-hmm. the stress you might experience from thinking about the future or the anxiety you might experience exactly. from thinking about the future. Or the opposite, the pain you may still experience, this shame or sadness, be, from thinking about the past. So thinking about it isn't enough. This and this is, as I said earlier, there's levels of awareness where you have an awareness of the form of life, and then there's a, an awareness of the formless nature of life, mm-hmm. the the deepest essence of life. And it's very, to me, it's it's a pretty simple process of Communing with that or experiencing that, so you can get that sense of it. Mm-hmm. And you know, the way I have learned that is through the inner body meditation, which is something mm-hmm. Eckhart teaches. And and so I would you know encourage everybody. There's a, a free one on living with toy totally. If you go to the website, you can. There's a video that I did a couple years ago to talk where you can. I lead the group through that experience of an inner body meditation, so you can go to the website and experience that. But I highly encourage everyone to. Deepen your awareness of the one life that, is, that gives birth to the billions of forms of life or mm-hmm. presence with a capital P or God, if you choose to use that, or spirit, whatever, however you mm-hmm. want to term it. But there, an experience of it is truly what will liberate you from you know, being trapped in form, being trapped in, in the conditioning of your past. So that's been my experience. That's what I have learned. I kind of knew Mm -hmm. that somewhat leading up to this, but uh, over the last couple of years from doing the different steps, I've embodied that to a greater degree, and the results are, you know, uh, being able to be space for my wife and my kids when we're in those, you know, situations that might trigger a strong reaction or a, uh, you know, an action of anger or frustration, being more. Having the ability to be space for that in a greater degree, which is a, such a loving—it's really an example of love, or really showing love to your loved ones.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Um, the thing—the word that comes to mind is practice, in the sense that, in, 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 you know, in the sense that um, if you see it as, as a practice. Uh, the you know it, it, it um, and the more you practice it you know there's all the different connotations of the word practice you know a practice or something that you practice uh, practice before playing the game you know all of those different things come to mind um, through that word because uh, practicing that uh, presence whether it's through the inner body meditation like like you said um, um, or connecting with nature or going out for a walk in a in an inspiring, you know, just going out in your garden or going out to the mountains, wherever it is that you may be able to go, those practices um, bring it closer to your experience, and uh, and and really, uh, the more, you know, the, at least it's been my experience, the more I'm able to do that and to practice those moments. Um, the more easily I can call upon that presence in those moments when you know like you said i'm I'm called upon to give space to my wife or to my children or to my coworker or to the person you know cutting me off across the street or you know and i'm able to to practice that presence in in, in the midst of uh, of situations that might evoke my reaction you know um, and I'm very then quickly able to turn that to something uh, other than other than than reaction yeah, i mean quickly uh, when i'm when i'm closer to that sense of presence i'm able to to go through the process of acceptance and and awareness and and and, and a, you know experiencing the love the love for my fellow life forms you know uh, love for my children knowing that for example underneath the the crying temper tantrum there's a you know a, a life form that uh that exudes love and, and affection and, and joy you know and, and same thing with you know if it's if it's my wife or if it's a co-worker or anybody else you know just being able to um, somebody who disagrees with me whatever it might be you know just the more I'm able to practice those little practices that you alluded to you know the inner body meditation being one of the best ones absolutely uh, then the easier I can call upon that presence then to turn and transform the moment um, into something that is uh, that is more life affirming. Right. That's how I that's how I see it.
0: I like that one. Life affirming. Perfect. We actually have someone now who wants to uh to join the conversation so let me go ahead Good. here. Bring that person in. All right. Who do Hello? we have on the line here? Yes, how are you doing? Hi.
2: It's Susan. How, how are you guys? I'm in Sue, I'm in Pennsylvania and it is hot. It's It's 100 degrees today.
0: Ooh, you broke 100 too, right? I'm in New Jersey, and I think we hit
2: hit 101. It is hot. It
1: is. You guys are both
2: right right on. Everything that you're saying is just right on. I can relate to everything you're saying, and thank you so much. I just wanted to say that, you know, um, I work for a criminal attorney, and Leo, you're in the northeast here. You know how hot it is today. Mm Mm-hmm. And, um... You know, working for a criminal attorney um, in a a city between Philadelphia and New York, um, we see a lot of action. And, um, you know, I I think there's been a lot of resistance. You know, a lot of things have happened the last couple of years, and I've been forced into a lifestyle that I'm not too crazy about. And uh, today I just had some breakthroughs about letting go and just, you know, being in it and with it and, you know, using the public transportation and working in this place, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And today was very uh, enlightening for me. Um, Everybody, I guess, was, uh, besides being as difficult as they frequently are in my job, I answer the phones besides doing all the paralegal work. um, They were very nasty today, and uh, two in particular. And I really was uh, assaulted. a lot on the phone. And one woman went on for about 20 minutes and that's not an exaggeration. And what was really neat about this was um my my response to it. I was almost out of body. I was fascinated. I was fascinated listening to her 20-hour uh 20 minutes felt like 20 hours <laughs> her 20 minute um <laughs> complaint of uh, her whole miserable, horrible life and everything that's wrong with it. And and I didn't take any of it personally at all. I was just fascinated listening to it. And and to me, it was just such an opportunity because you guys have touched on like hundreds of things tonight already, it seems like. Everybody's pain buddy, we can all relate at different levels. And I just learned so much. I, I was analyzing her... Space where she's at in life for hours afterwards, just thinking about it, and 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 I just gained so much out of that. The bus passed me by today, and it was a hundred, you know, and I had to walk. Like I was fine with that. I wish I could be like this every single day. <laughs> today was one of the better days when it really started to show. The shift was really starting to happen today. You know, but then there's like you guys were talking about the bad di- well uh, you don't like to use the word bad, but the day is when the pain body grabs you, you know, mm. but I think you know I'll end it here, you know and enlightenment we we know that and you guys know this we, we wanna wake up, so mm. we've we've got it, and now it's just the journey and and connecting with each other. one of my problems is I can't find a lot of people around my area that are into this yet, but uh. Just so thanks for offering these. They're great and I'm glad I got the email and remembered in time to dial in and uh thanks so much to both of you. You're both really really great. That's that's all I got. Thank
0: you so much.
2: Yeah. Yeah, thanks.
0: thank you, Sue. I think what you mentioned there is you were you were be, your experience today offered you a reflection of where you're at on your journey, where your level of presence is. And Maybe in the in the past you would have taken it personally, but your uh, level oh, yeah. allowed you to have like an out of body experience, as you said. It's mm. so on, not the the typical experience, and just to that re, that seeing or being in that experience in a new way was a reflection of where you're at on your on your own journey or in your own process. So I want to congratulate you for whatever it is you've been doing to grow in presence power, because now it's showing up in your life in a real powerful way.
2: Thank you, Greg
1: yeah that's that's awesome. uh, like i said the the thing that comes to mind for me is is practice you know because um it 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 almost seems like kind of like life kind of works like that you know it's just the moment when you wake up most enlightened and most ready to to go share that light with the world, you know, you, you run across the people who are most determined to, you know, to turn that off, you know. Put it out. Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> and so it, it takes a it kind of, you know, it's, it's, a, it's an exercise. It's a practice, you know, and and, and sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, um, that practice is, you know, it turns out one way and sometimes it turns out another way. And, and uh, uh, like I said earlier, it, it seems to me that the, the more you're able to, to, to take those moments out of your day, right, at least that's how I, I try to do it, short moments, you know, short mom- moments of reflection. I mean, I can't usually get like a whole hour to meditate, but if I can get 10 minutes in the morning, a couple of hours, I'm sorry, a couple of minutes throughout the day to just break the routine, take a few deep breaths, reconnect, and look at a tree or whatever it might be, those little moments of practice, right, it's almost like they they're, they're, they're re-energize me, you know, and so when those challenges come along, it, you know, I find that I'm more ready, you know, to, to sort of say, wow, look at that pain or look at what's happening there. And well, that's, you know, that's a beautiful expression of a pain body. <laughs> I mean, we're always, always that enlightened, you know, sometimes it doesn't always happen like that. Right. But uh, but yeah, you know, it's 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 a challenge or you could look at it as a practice and uh, and and. I'm so glad to hear that um, that that it's happening to you and that you're you're experiencing it uh, because it's it's a really wonderful thing to to be able to get through the day like that. You know, uh, it's a lot. Uh, it, it's very liberating. It's it's very uh, enjoyable to do it that way. I
0: think. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, thanks so much again, Sue, for for joining and sharing. We really appreciate that.
2: Oh, thank you, guys.
1: Thanks a lot, Susan.
0: Awesome. Well, again, continuing on with the conversation here for the last few minutes that we have, you know, what have I learned? How have I changed? And I think that's, you know, important questions for everyone. You know, if you're listening to the podcast or the recording, maybe take a a few minutes after you listen to the the podcast and just reflect on those two questions. What have I learned from these teachings and, and how have I changed because of that? And again, it's a process of building on awareness so you Mm -hmm. begin affirming what the change that is happening, the insights that you are beginning to embody. It's no longer just a process of understanding it, but really living it, living with Tole, living with these teachings, Mm -hmm. and they're showing up in powerful ways that Mm -hmm. are most likely unexpected. When those conditions are just right, an extra hot day and and extra educated people, (laughs) and all of a sudden... Here you are showing up in, with a greater degree of peace and alertness mm-hmm. and compassion and understanding. And, you know, in a situation where someone else is, is super agitated, you know, the, in my understanding of the pain body and even the collective pain body, there it is, coming back in, trying to mm-hmm. agitate you to create more of this negative energy on a collective level. And as Eckhart says, you know, it's this greater consciousness, this collective consciousness, or how a new earth emerges by every individual being responsible for their own state of presence, and in doing so, they are no longer contributing to this collective unconsciousness, or this, you know, this collective pain body, and that's how it dissolves, and that's how the greater shift, or the wider shift, occurs as, as individuals begin waking up, begin flowering and no longer feed that, uh, this collective energy with the individual, you know, source of energy, because the collective only survives because there's many, many individuals Mm. feeding it. So as individuals begin disconnecting from that or no longer feeding that because of their state of presence, then that's how a new earth will emerge on our planet. Mm. So thank you, Sue, for for doing that, for being that space. disconnecting no longer contributing negative energy but contributing your presence in in a powerful way in everyday life so that's a great reflection of that process in action
1: there's something that that uh, I was thinking as, as you were going through uh, the, the, those last comments there um, it seems to me remember do you remember at the very beginning we were just getting started with this and I had this funny thing about you know I'm not sure if I want to put my name out there as doing this. Do you remember that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so it's interesting because you, you were asking, you know, what have we changed and what. So there was a certain degree of embarrassment that I felt at the beginning of this process. There was a certain degree of what will other people think about me if they see that I'm, you know, doing a, you know, this podcast about some spiritual teacher, who knows what, you know? And there was this, this fear of judgment right um, and obviously I've overcome that <laughs> since we put out the podcast yeah. <laughs> you know it's like okay whatever uh, but, but so something that Susan was saying you know we, we want to be if I, if I captured it, it's almost like the essence of we want to be living this we don't want to get um, we don't want that light to be turned off by others you know and a lot of times that light is turned off by our own selves you know and that goes through Um, that's because of a discouragement you know here I am I woke up all great and enlightened and feeling great and feeling the life energy and then I ran into this jerk across the street and all of a sudden that's it you know I'm just gonna there was what, what was I thinking so we shut it down ourselves or it could be fear that helps you know so we're you know it's almost like we don't own our own sense of exploration or our own sense of wanting to create a better life for ourselves or a better world for those around us, or with those around us, a better way of appreciating life and and, and creating situations that are life affirming. So there's a certain so many different ways at which we end up undermining our own enlightenment, you know. Um, and so, I, just a, a couple of those two things came to mind. Just in, in terms of you know encouraging Susan and, and every one of you that that are out there. You don't have people around you maybe to talk about this. Well, you know. Don't let that stop you. You know there are different ways of of um, talking about it now with technology and you know through the books, DVDs, et cetera, et cetera. But also, most importantly, embody it and live it. And that is the absolute best example. So, you know, all of those people that were trying to make Susan stay miserable, um, you know, if Susan was not miserable at the end of the day. There's this moment. There's this disarming moment. Where and, and Eckhart talks about this in relating to your own parents. You know, <laughs> we, when you stop reacting to your parents in the way that you've always reacted, there's a, a space that you create for a different way of interacting with people. Um, and so, you know, owning that, accepting it, embracing it, uh, understanding that it's a practice, um, and just uh, you know, just uh, uh, embodying it, and and really letting that peace. And that life energy, that life-affirming energy, letting that shine, um, I think it's it's uh, it's liberating and it's uh, it's exciting and it's contagious. That's the nice thing about it. It's contagious.
0: It is in a positive way and that's what's so wonderful about the greater awakening that's going on is that it's no longer negativity that's contagious, although there's still a lot of negativity out there that's sure. contagious on a specific day, but ultimately presence now is growing in a way where that's becoming contagious and that is probably amplified by certain things like you said we have this technology now now I mean you can have a conversation on this and put it on uh, you know the website and people from around the world can listen to it so mm-hmm. that probably plays into it somehow but for right for some reason right now there is uh, this positive energy this conscious energy this enlightened energy, is now becoming more contagious. It's now spreading more rapidly and becoming viral in itself, which is such a powerful, you know, experience. And one of the one of the things that just came to as I was sharing that is that being aware of that, being aware that there is now an, an awakening that's happening on a global level with many more people than in the past, being aware of that, in my opinion, helps you to harness that. Mm-hmm. Being Because in your own situation, as Sue was just saying, in in her area there might not be a lot of people locally Mm -hmm. who, you know, that she's been able to find that are into this or want to have these conversations or sit in presence together. But it is happening more and more in the broader sense, or you know, in all of humanity. And knowing that to me allows you to harness that Mm -hmm. greater energy shift that's happening. So I'd encourage everyone to reflect on that. And if possible, you know, begin inviting it into your life. begin inviting this great shift that's happening into your life so that you can s- receive those reflections, you know, see how that's showing up in your own experience as you move forward. I've been aware of that for several years now that there's this shift happening, and I've been trying to participate in that greater flow. Even though there might not be a specific example, you know, locally mm-hmm. right in my area, I know there's a greater shift happening And however I can harness that as an individual, I want to invite that and harness that as it Mm -hmm. comes into my life. So just be aware of that as you go forward on your journey. Fabulous. All right, Leo. We are nearing the end of our time here together on this call. Yes, we are. A wonderful opportunity to to take a breath and reflect on this journey that we've been on the last couple of years (laughs) and then now it's a tele Seminar over the last year and just looking mm-hmm. back at all the different guests we've had and all the topics we've covered, and it's just been really an amazing journey. And I don't know how it's going to unfold from here, but I, you know, I'm, I'm still in that place when we first started of how am I being called to serve, and standing in that place and just being open to how the universe or the presence is calling me to serve in this role as, you know, a co-host. on am living with Tole
1: yes i i agree and and uh and and your your uh your presence in that your your ability, your, your your continuation of that um is contagious to go back to that word because it's uh-huh. it's great you know every time we we reconnect a few weeks may go by and we reconnect and uh and it's just uh it's always it's always great to 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 talk with you and to to you know to put it all into into a nice perspective and uh so i you know i i end the conversation like i started it by uh saying thank you for a fantastic two years and lots of fun and lots of uh self-discovery and and uh and and i know that it's made a tremendous impact in my life uh, in the way i approach life and my daily my everyday life um and it's uh and and so i Thank you for that, and thank you to the audience who's been, you know, uh, following us and, and, and contributing and, and, and uh, reflecting back to us the fact that this is a conversation that uh, the world is ready to have. you know? Um, I appreciate that. I appreciate you all commenting and, and sending suggestions and emails and, and, and letting us know that, that these words resonate and that uh, we're all kind of seeking the same thing so it's a wonderful thing to be a part of and so i end as i started with much gratitude
0: yes i will, will end the same thing much gratitude to you leo and to our audience and to those who have been joining us live on the teleseminar it's all part of this experience called living with tole which has been had a great impact on my life and really grateful for this journey And that pretty much wraps it up for for tonight's call. We will have this recording, you know, uh, put up on the website and on iTunes in the next week or two, and so look forward to that. And uh, for those who are listening, thank you so much for paying attention and for giving us your attention and for, you know, for stopping by the website. And as Leo said, you know, lots of people left comments at the website or left comments over at the living with Tole uh, Facebook fan page we appreciate that and we ask that you continue to you know interact and let us know what you're thinking let us know what topics would be of interest to you on your journey and we'll, we'll do our best to incorporate those into podcasts as we move forward here so all right that'll be it for tonight thanks everyone so much for joining us and Leo will will be talking to you soon
1: That's right all right take care everyone
0: have a good night peace. Peace, exactly. All right, take care,
2: everyone. Bye-bye.